She sits on a smoke cloud, thinking out loud, trying to be strong. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm well. I'm very well. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for joining me today no to do problem. this interview. Thanks for you know, I'm, yeah, I've read a lot about you and seen you here and there and everywhere. You're this multifaceted, you know, actor, comedian, musician. <laughs> yeah, I've been blessed. I, at the very least. Excellent, excellent. Well, good for you. Thank you. Um, you know, you have a bra right now. Yes. Right, your rotation, right? Yeah, you get to work with Tyler Perry, and you know. Yeah, it was. So a tell me a little bit about that. Oh well, first of all, just the opportunity to work with Tyler Perry is a blessing. Just a, a man who's built an empire, just you know, and believing in his gift and and the way he's navigated the journey. So to be able to work close with him, and he provided me my first star uh, starring opportunity in this show that represents black men in a you know, in a positive light. We don't often see that on television very frequently. So um, it was a pleasure. A pleasure to work with him. I'm actually going to get back into uh, doing the second season in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, which is a blessing given all that's going on with the COVID and everything. So to be able to go and work and still be able to, you know, bring some laughter mm -hmm. to the world through, you know, television is dope. Man, it was just an awesome experience. My castmates and people I got to yeah. play with, how cool they were and, you know, you kind of, I, I, I guess I made a new family, new, made new friends and so forth and mm -hmm. for life, for sure. Mm -hmm. so it was, it was mm -hmm. definitely a blessing. So do you have just as much fun behind the scenes yeah, as oh, you do definitely. in front? Definitely. <laughs> we've, been, we've been having some, uh, some, some Zoom reads for the new season and it's been just really fun, you know, because... I feel like we're family, so it's cracking jokes and hearing everybody argue as their characters in real life. It's it's just, it's really entertaining. <laughs> now, what do you do to get ready to be your character? Your character's name is, is Matt. John. 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 What's the last? Watts. John Watts. John Watts. I was I was reading about it. I honestly have not had the pleasure. I'm like I never get a chance to watch TV. All I want to do on my days off is watch TV, and I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Okay. So, what do you do to get the character? Uh, to get the character, I uh, mean, I just really embrace the moment, like whatever the moment is. I mean, he's an African American man trying to find his way as being a mm -hmm. same. I kind of pull from my own experience when I was trying to navigate life and find my way. Um, so, I just mm -hmm. really pull from those real emotions and try to dial into where that character is emotionally, and. Uh, mm -hmm you know, mm -hmm. is what I try to do and just embody that, you know, really pull from true experiences and in the moments just react to that emotion right. as it can be as natural and as authentic as possible. Now, you were born in Chicago, yeah? Born and raised, South Side of Chicago, yeah. No, all right. I have not had the chance to go to Chicago. Tell me oh, you from your life. I know. I've been wanting to go for a long time too. <laughs> Where are you from? You from the East Coast? Yeah, so I'm from the East Coast. I'm from New York. New York. I was born down Cali, but from New York. You know what I'm okay. saying? So I haven't go to Chi Town. You, you got a little bit of Chi Town overdose and being in New York. It's a little less crowded, <laughs> less aggressive. <laughs> right. 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 Man, being from Chicago. What was the question? I'm sorry. Tell me what it's like. What? What pieces of Chicago were always going to be with you? Because you're in L.A. now. 
Yes. yes. Right now I'm physically yes. in Chicago, but I live in LA, yes. Right. So what pieces of Chicago do you bring with you everywhere you go? Like, I mean, I know obviously your upbringing is going to have a lot, a big impact on okay. how you work. You know yeah. what I mean? So and you, tell, bring, me, tell me about that. I bring every piece of it. You know, yeah. The, the, yeah, the authenticity of where I'm from and how we carry ourselves, our grind, you know, it, you know, being from New York, being from the inner city like Chicago, there's a certain mentality that exists in that mm-hmm. city. And that's for mm-hmm. sure a big part of me. So as I move to Cali and I'm navigating my industry, I'm going after it. You know, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm not quitting. You know what I mean? That aggressive, right. that assertive nature that exists here in Chicago, like definitely taking that with me. Um, you know, sometimes that temper, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's necessary. That's necessary, especially yeah. in the industry. You got to have a little bit of oomph. Yeah. yeah. You know, trying to be very wise and when allow, allow that to take place and not. But yeah, all of that is a part of me that I've taken with me, a part of my life, and definitely have sculptured who I am today. So very proud and very grateful from where I'm from. And, you know, I argue with New York. You're from Cali, but I argue with New Yorkers all the time. Like, where is the best place? But, you know, everybody biased from where they're from, if that's your home. No, don't get I, I'm from. I was born in Cali, but I was raised in New York, though. You know, okay. you're a New Yorker, respect. <laughs> yeah, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a little. I'm like an hour and some change north. No place that you'd even know because we tell nobody me, remembers the name. Tell me. No, no, no. Why are you, you don't know what I know. Tell me. I I'm from a little place called Poughkeepsie, which is about an hour. Why have I heard of it before? <laughs> you heard of that? It. Yes, I promise you, I have. I have okay. See? So, yeah, you know, just take the metro down, go, you know, and hang out down there. And it's always been like that, you know, back and forth to the boroughs and, you know, handling yeah. business. But, you know, I wanted to ask you a question, though. When did you first realize that you wanted to do comedy? I mean, that's tough. Comedy's yeah. tough. People say You're funny. I, I, I did take you out. <laughs> You're you funny. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. Um... <laughs> People say it's tough and it can be a challenge, but I think when you get, when you, when you find out you have a gift at it, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not as tough. Obviously it's tough to navigate the industry when you're pursuing it to be your career and your life and you want to make it to be successful, all the challenges that comes with that. But um, what, first of all, I always loved to laugh. I always loved comedy. Mm-hmm. I never knew as a youngster I would do it. Um, some guys mm-hmm. suggested because I would make them laugh all the time to do some comedy for this church concert. And um, mm-hmm. I was so, I was like, okay, kind of like, you know, it's something I had thought about when I was turning, you know, becoming a teenager, but I just never knew how to navigate it. So when the opportunity was presented to try it, I jumped on it. And as a teenager, I did, I did, I got a standing ovation. And I was like, man, this is what I want to do. And I've been doing it. And it took off from there. Yes. And it took off from there. Wow. Um, now, from what I understand, you know, you created your own lane. How did how did how did you do that? Like, did, I heard, you know, social media. You know, you were able to build and build. You know, what would you say to an aspiring artist or comedian that is trying to get into the industry? Like, what 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 kind of advice would you give them? What did you do? Like, how did you use the social media to your benefit to create your own lane? Because that's a that's huge. Like you're it independent, right? I'm, 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 yes, I guess I am. That's uh, beautiful. <laughs> I'm still building. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. 
it's a it's a constant building thing though it's not like uh, i've arrived you know i'm a late bloomer when it comes to social media prior to social media i was just really building my my craft i was really on stage really perfecting my stand-up coming from all around going to new york getting on stage going around the country taking every opportunity to really work on my craft to be um in a position and then my friend whose name is big jai he's a very funny uh, writer and so he has started already doing the social media i was doing short films because i wanted to be a movie i want to be in movies i want to be a movie star so i started creating my own movies allowing him and I to kind of collaborate, bring him in and direct. So he started to do the social media thing. And, um, Oh, somebody said you're amazing. Thank you. That's my boy. That's my bro. My hooping bro, bro, man. He's from Chicago too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, he's, he was bloom, you know, started to bloom on social media. And I start to see like, man, I need to navigate that world. Like I'm funny, but, a lot of people are getting opportunities via social media and they're getting a call, you know, Issa Rae, YouTube, building her brand. So I, started I remember. To, yeah, I started to look into that. So anyway, I collaborated with some people I thought that was my quality of funny, I, I would say. And we did a sketch that blew up, went crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Whole Crew is Stupid. And from that, I was still just building my own. You know what I mean? But Shout out to Ja, his name is Big Ja, who's really just, you know, we would collaborate early on, but he gave me a look to, to collaborate with him on the social media tip. And um, I've been building ever since, but I'm still way, I'm still, I'm so far behind, but I have so much to do on that. But thank you. Yes. I, my, my advice to aspiring actors or comedians would be definitely to utilize the social media tool because this is giving new creators the power to reach millions back in the day if you wanted to be an actor or comedian or singer or whatever you had to go through the 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 powers that be that had the money and the resources to give you the promotions to put you out there right now Mm -hmm. today you can feel like you want to be a comedian you can turn on your phone press record and now the world gets to see your brilliance so i would just encourage anybody who's aspiring to do it to utilize those tools and to start to build your following your fans and you don't need somebody to tell you you're funny enough you're talented enough you're good enough you can let the world tell you and go from there and, and not that they will even need to tell you that but you can just build your audience yourself if you believe in what you cruel yes is what you're saying yes the world world can be very cruel you can be very talented <laughs> and they can still they can still uh you know just hate. You got people out there that are just unhappy in life, and they just want to sit there and be, be and be miserable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, you also are a musician. You're like you play, you play piano. I do play piano. I just got off my piano in the other room. <laughs> oh, you think maybe if you're up for it, you know, before we end would, this interview, you can play a little bit. Definitely. Ooh, love it. Love it. <laughs> So um, I know that you um, you have two studio albums that you completed, correct? I did. I did do two studio albums. One was inspired. Uh, went through um, custody situation with my son, my my baby son. Um, it was called uh, Dive In, and the second one is the more uh, uh, the one I just released in April. It's called uh, Conquer Goliath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now conquered Goliath. Wow. Like. I mean, we all know who Goliath is, but like, explain. Man, explain. well, Conor Goliath was fit, inspired by what I I think 
we all go through in regardless to what we do is conquering our fears. God, the Goliath mm-hmm. obviously stands for those things that you're afraid of. You know, mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's not an individual. It's a, it's who a, were you afraid of? who am I afraid what were you, of? I'm not, well, what were you afraid of? I was afraid of, um, failing. I was afraid of, um, not making it. I was afraid of what people would say and think of me if I did the thing I felt insecure about, you know, after you That's right. Available on all digital platforms. That's right. You said Let them thing. know. Conquer yes, Goliath. it is. Yes, my, <laughs> my Shout out to my manager, Tanya. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, truthfully, I was afraid. And being a com- comic, you're afraid of not doing well. In anything that you do, when you kind of step out to try to do it, you're afraid that you might not be good. People right. might not receive you. People might not cheer you on. Mm-hmm. Um, even with my music, um, I, I am a big fan of, I'm a musician, but I love singers. Um, I love great singers. And even as a, I can sing, but I don't think I'm as great as some singers I like and admire. I admire like Tank vocally, you know what I mean? Or jazz and stuff. Like that. Oh my gosh, I was just listening to her yesterday. You know what I mean? Like these are vocal monsters of our time. And so um, for me, I am not as vocally talented. I can sing for sure. So me stepping out to say, I'm going to do an album, I'm going to sing. Because me, I'm not even like, I didn't consider myself an artist. Until I saw uh, Guava Island by uh, Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover, and to see his quirkiness and to see that he was very unique in his style. So to know that sometimes what you want to do doesn't look like something you've seen or thought that it needs to look like this before. Yeah, it's uniquely you. And sometimes you got to approach that thing the way you would do it. And that's what makes you unique and special. And so Conquering Goliath was a was an album that was about conquering your fears, chasing your dreams, not being afraid of those dreams you have to go after it, not not settling and playing it safe and like, okay, I'm just gonna work this nine to five because I know like going on a limb and just saying, you know what, I'm gonna I'm going to try to find my purpose and my what makes mm-hmm. me happy and I'm gonna go after that. So that's what that album was inspired by. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that sounds perfect. like a it was very cathartic for you and you were able to evolve and you know what I mean? Yeah. You peel back the layers and grow. That's what it sounds like. That's what I'm hearing right now as I oh, it was speak. That. It was that for sure. Like even when I listen to it for me, I've learned that when it moves me, it's meaningful. Like the songs that mm-hmm. move me seeing people to connect with it. Kitchen-y. I'm sorry, somebody just said hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> 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 Um, we're going to get, um, I'm going to ask them if they have any questions for you, but that'll be a little bit later. Um, wow. So you have a son, you said, now you have yes, one son. I have, I have three kids. Um, okay. You have three. Yes. Okay. Have grown kids. They're in college. Once my son go to Morehouse. My you don't even look out. old enough. I, you don't even look old enough to have kids in college. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's sad. I did it early, but, um, I have twins and I have a baby son that's 10. He's not a baby. He's 10. <laughs> Who's named after me? He is still my baby son. Yeah, <laughs> running around. Um, so yes, he's um, a great inspiration to um, to just you know. I want to set the bar high for my children. Go ahead. Of course, I was going to ask you how how has that been? I know it's already tough being a parent. It's already tough being in the industry. Yeah. I mean, 
How do you balance? You know, I'm sure there are times where you have to balance the two. And you know what I mean? And like, I'm sure there are times where, you know, you kind of have to like push your kids away so that you can focus on what it is that you need to do. I mean, I know that from my own personal experience is how tough that is, yes. you know, but you are way more established than I am. And you, you know what I mean? You, you got your hands in a lot more pots than I do. So I can't even imagine what it is that you've had to go through to get here. You know, how did you, how did you find that strength within your spirit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just I, my opinion. It's just, and yes, it is a, a season two coming for bread. The second half of questions. The second half of bruh will be coming in September and then season two will be coming next year. Um to answer that question. I think that's a great question. Um prioritizing is really important and understanding your goals for me is what I believe helped me to balance or to navigate children versus career. Because I understand that my career is affording my children a better life. Yes. You know, yes. and some of the results have come in to be exactly that. Um, so it's it's really came down to prioritizing. My children are very important, but I need to provide for them. So trying to balance and knowing that my time with my kids are important. When I say I'm going to spend time putting my phone down, spending time, really trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to balance like, okay, I'm with you. Work is done. Okay. Like literally putting work and really giving you my energy and my attention and doing mm-hmm. things with them, like, you know, watching movies and, you know, yeah. let's do this, let's do that. Really trying to spend quality time, get to know who they are, get to know where they are in life. What do they want to do? What's ins- what's inspiring to them? Where their mindset is? Um, mm-hmm. You know, just a- really, yeah, just really trying to dig in to really get to know them. Because as I've learned with my older children, as as they evolve, you don't know who they are. Like, they, if you don't spend time with them, you start to lose <laughs> Who they, they are. Like they grow up in like a week if you don't see them. Exactly. <laughs> in a week, they'd be a whole other person. Like, oh, you don't like yeah. them anymore? That's not, the, that's not your favorite artist? Oh, that's, you don't do this stuff? Oh. That was just last week. <laughs> nah, dad, that's old news. We passed that. You're like, really? Okay. <laughs> but, so, you know, learning to manage that time, I really think, and seeing what's important, understanding that spending time, not just giving money or having things is Really spending time, really learning what they like, trying to do things with them that they like, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm learning. The pace of the world, too, the way it moves so quickly and everything that we have going on. I mean, how did how are you handling COVID? How, like, you know, as far as like your just your inner world, like, you know, how, how's how's yeah. that going? It's going to not be able to go anywhere. Really? Yeah, that, yeah, obviously, I'm having the same struggles that most people have just living in this box, you know what I mean? But trying to focus on what I can control is really important mm-hmm. to me. Something I apply to my career, my life, I try to give my energy to the things that I can control. I don't focus on the things I can't control and it really keeps me in better spirits. It really, mm-hmm. not that I don't have my moments as we all do, but it, it, it doesn't allow me to stay there. So when people ask me mm-hmm. how I'm dealing with it, I'm not, I'm not focused on the thing I can't control. I'm not walking around in fear. I can't control if how I can do the proper things, but I'm trying to stay focused on my goals, trying mm-hmm. to, you know, all the things that was priority to me that they're still priority. And how can I go after those things? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If, if it's something I can't control, then okay, I'll sit that on the shelf. And I'll focus right. on something else. Because 
I tell people perspective really is the main thing that affects your feelings. I always talk about the cup being half full or half empty. It's the way you look at it that then affects how you feel about it. So that's life. You know what I mean? Like if you look at, man, this is so bad and and that's your perspective, then your emotions going to follow. But if you're like, man, I got some more time to spend with my family. I can focus on something I ain't took care of. I can do this. COVID's a blessing now. You know what I mean? Like, whereas for somebody else, COVID is like the worst thing ever. And and Mm -hmm. both people have the same situation. It's their perspective that, that, you know, has affected their emotions. So that's what I've done. So when you ask me, it's no sad story. I've been enjoying it. You know, I've been I've been focusing on the things I can control. I've been dialing in on becoming more organized and, you know, mm-hmm. focusing in on every aspect of what I'm trying to do. And it shows. It shows. I mean, like I said, you have brought you of, uh, you know, your album just dropped. I mean, you, you have you have you have so many things going on. And I know it didn't happen overnight. No. I know. I've been doing this for 18 years. No, it did not happen overnight. That's what I mean. You know, and you you stay positive. And what, what's your sign? You seem sunny. What sign are you? You're all like, I'm you know what I mean? You're like, I'm a July baby. July 9th. I just had a birthday a month ago. Oh, you're you're so you're a Cancer. Well, yeah. happy belated birthday. Thank you, happy beautiful. Birthday. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm a sunny baby. But, um, Thank you. Yeah, you're so, yeah, you're a summer baby. You're like, you know, I can tell. Like, you're just, yeah, that's, that's, you have good energy. You do, you got good energy. <laughs> but, um, so who else have you worked with? I know that you mentioned Tank. I know you like Tank. I know you worked with Tank before. Did you I work have, with him? I have worked yeah. with Tank. I worked with Brandy, which is. Okay. You know, it's funny because those Brandy. are two people I was just very, um, big fans of. So my introduction, I actually got to meet Tank through Jamie Foxx. I was playing the piano for Jamie Foxx. It's uh, a long time ago, like 2006, at this thing called Laughapalooza. Jamie Foxx used to put on this comedy. Uh, you, you heard of it, yeah. And so I was there, and I was on the New Faces. They had a, 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 a um, showcase called the New Faces. And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. a part of that. Um, and um, Jamie Foxx heard me playing the piano. I knew Jamie Foxx was in this in the fourth season. So it's kind of like a conference. So everybody's mm-hmm. there, all big actors, comedians. Kevin Hart is the one who got me backstage, actually. Kevin wasn't big Oh, yet. my God. Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin was somebody I used to know when I first moved to L.A. I moved to L.A. In He's a cancer. He is He's a cancer. cancer. He is a cancer. Great guy. <laughs> and I um, used to play ball against Kevin. So anyway, Kevin's there. Look, well, I'm fast forwarding. Anyway, I see Jamie. I, I have on. So this is like an upscale. They're in the four seasons. Usher is there. Um... Usher is there. Uh, all these people is there. Rodney Jerkins. So I got this little, <laughs> it's like an upscale thing. I jump in there. They had a grand piano. Um, and I jump in there okay. and I start playing. And the man tried to kick me out. So the little very snobbish girl's like, yes, sir, you have to leave. Da, 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 da. Jamie Foxx stands up. He's way away. He says, hey, let him play or we all leave him. This is what Jamie Foxx says. So okay. So he let me play. So I keep playing. Like shoot, Jamie Foxx heard me, young. Then he's like, "You're right, you're wrong." He's so over. You know, excited to be out there, and um, you know, I'm young, and so I'm just so excited to be around all these stars, and I, you know. So anyway, long story short, somebody come put their hand on my back. It's like, man, I like those church chords. 
I was like offended. I'm like, who's talking about church chords? Like I'm playing preacher songs or chop music. <laughs> it was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> oh, it was and Jamie Foxx? It was Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Oh, he walked all the way over to me and was so Wow. Loud. So long story short, um, it was a compliment later on. And I didn't know that. So the next day, they're having a show. They're not letting nobody backstage because uh, whatever. So Kevin sees me. I said, man, I wish I could back there. Kevin's like, you want to come back here? Come on. You come with me because he was performing on the show. I don't know if uh-huh. you ever saw it, but he had a lime green shirt on. And he was performing. So he got me backstage. So I don't know if, you know, Tank and Jamie are real, real tight. So Jamie okay. sees me. Jamie's like, hey, can you give me a piano? I say, yeah. I had never been to Atlanta before. I don't know where to get a piano for. I don't even know why I said yes. I have no idea. They having a live tape, and this man asked me to get a piano. Where am I get a piano for? I got no money. <laughs> but you didn't want to say no. You I can't say, say no. no. I said yes. Oh. I don't know why I said yes. So I'm like, man, how am I get a piano? So I walk outside. It's a, it's like a pub, like a lounge. I walk in the lounge. Lo and behold, this this white guy packing up his piano. He had just got through working with this band. I said, hey, man, Jamie Foxx wants to use your piano. <laughs> so right. He's like, you're lying. I was like, I promise you, <laughs> Jamie Foxx is across the street. He's looking for a piano. Will you let him use it? He's like, will I get a meet him? I'm like, yeah, it's your piano. Of course. Girl, your piano, your piano. <laughs> he says, bet. He brings the <laughs> piano over. They let me. I'm like, hey, Jamie, you want me to da, da, da. So I get backstage again. I bring the piano. I'm like, here you go. Thinking Jamie's going to play. He's like, cool. I want you to play for me and Tank. Me and Tank are going to serenade the ladies and you play for us. I was like, you want me to play? He's like, you can play, can't you? I was like, yeah, I play. So. Yeah. Always say yes. Keep saying yes. So I'm playing. So Tank comes over. Tank's like, oh, yeah, we're going to be in E flat. And Tank starts playing. So I'm like, this is my first time meeting Tank. I'm like, Tank and Jamie. So he's like, yeah, put us in E-flat. And he started playing. I'm like, man, I didn't know he was so cold. He was tight on the piano. So they go serenade the ladies. I'm playing. And that was it. So that night, I get Tank number. Tank like, yeah, hit me up, bro. This is before Tank got back on. This was in his low part where he was like, this was after maybe I deserve this before he started hitting back. You remember he kind of took a moment. He was just writing a lot. He was writing for a lot of yeah. different artists. And he wasn't really yep. pursuing his artistry as strong. So anyway, I got in touch with Tank, and actually, I was supposed to connect with Jamie that night, but Jamie's grandmother had passed that mm. night. That night was his wow. grandma who raised him past, and he had to fly out, and you know it was a big thing. So I didn't get to connect with him no more. But I kept in touch with Tank. Tank brought me to the studio, showed me some stuff, da 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 da. So that's how that story. <laughs> so it's an amazing story, and I got another story like that with Brandy, but yeah, that's how that happened. That's what's up. You know, a lot of people compare you to Jamie. I know. Because of the acting and comedy and the, you know, mu- you know, musicianship. So, wow, what a perfect person yeah. to me. Did he have any influence? Did you, was he, did he influence you as, you know, yes. you were Those coming in? Martin and Jamie so for you, you were just like, yeah. Oh my God, big stars in your eyes. Like, ah, ah yeah. sure I can do it. Whatever you need, whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was ironic to meet somebody because you don't often meet people like that and then get to connect with them. You just have I had a quick moment, you know, and kept going. But I've had I've had another two moments with Jamie, another moment uh, with Jamie, because one of his close friends is Speedy, which is another comedian friend. 
is one of the first people who gave me a job when I moved to LA. He gave me a comedy job. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like Speedy and Jamie Foxx are like best friends. So, um, it's to be. Yeah, it was meant it's to be around him. So I hope to still work with him. I definitely would love to do a movie with him or something. Like, yeah. That would be super Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get back in there around each other. You know. So well then while we're on the topic, how did you meet Brandy then? Brandy. Did you mention okay. Brandy? So Brandy. Yeah, I want to hear this. I mean, you got more ears now. <laughs> there's so there's stories that I love. So I love telling these stories because it's so fun to me. Because these are two people I really, I mean, all those people I admire way before moving to LA. So the 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 stories I have is with the people I really admire. So the story with Brandy is I'm traveling myself down to Detroit to do a film. Mm -hmm. My friend at the time was Brandon T. Jackson. Brandon T. Jackson is an actor and comedian who was in mm -hmm. um, uh, Big Mama's House 3. He starred with Martin. He was in Tropical Thunder with Ben Stiller. He was okay. In, okay. He, he's done some big movies. Yeah. So me and him was like the best of friends at this time. He got on. He was supposed to do this independent film called Forbidden Fruit. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to do a funny role. Um, it's with, uh, what's her name? From, um, what's the girl? Uh, anyway. You know her. Megan Good is in it. <laughs> okay. David. It's a lot of, you know, nice people in there. Long story short, he couldn't do the role, so he told the director to let me do it. But the director's like, you got to fly yourself out here. Da, 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 da. I get myself out to Detroit. I'm staying, yeah, in this, I'm staying in this hotel with one of the producers. He got me in a, like, I'm like sleeping on the couch, right? So Tiny Liston, like Debo is there, like all of these actors. But this is an independent <laughs> movie. I met Keith Sweat. Me and him got into it. That's a whole nother story. So anyway. Keith Sweat? <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. So long story short, Ray J is there. Ray J and okay. is there. Ray J hears me playing the piano again. Another piano story. It was a grand piano in the lobby. I'm playing it. Ray J comes down. Ray J is like, bro, you cold. Show me that. So Ray J asking me to show him stuff. He's like, hey, my sister's performing um, tomorrow. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, I would love to go. So I go. Thanks, to Huh? I'm just responding to a comment. That's all. Thanks, Greg. Somebody said a comment. That was Thank nice. You. Go ahead. I was <laughs> She's sitting there asking. <laughs> Brown Sweet is asking her. A suit is about asking her own questions. <laughs> She's just <laughs> me in the comments. <laughs> I know. No, we're going to get to that, y'all. We're going to get to that. We're going to answer those questions. <laughs> So long because I, I can tell I can talk. Um, <laughs> me, I get invited to the show with Brandy. Ray J is like, "Hey, bro, you dope." I'm like, "Bro, I live in LA. I'm just here doing this mm -hmm. movie." He's like, mm -hmm. "Bet, hit me up." I hit him up because um, I was gonna tell you all what happened in the movie. I ended up not doing the movie. Long story short, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The director was just, he just wasn't treating me right. So, um, I go back to L.A. Ray J says, hey, man, come show me some piano stuff, da-da-da. Ray J at this time was staying with his sister, with Brandy. So, when I come mm -hmm. to the house, I'm at Brandy's house. Brandy's there like, oh, what's up? How you doing? I'm like, hey, Brandy. Brandy's super cool. So, I kept going over there to the point where Ray J wouldn't even be there. It'd just be Brandy. Brandy let me in. She, you know, you got to, it's like this whole community Calabasas, yeah. go to the gate, da da da. So I get there, Brandy's just there. I'm like, oh, Ray not here? She's like, no, he'll be here. So it was cool. So then 
I got real cool with Brandy. So Brandy and them, she actually came to one of my shows, one of my stand-up comedy shows. And she ran up to me after my show. was like, you so funny. You should be on TV. I'm like, help me. <laughs> so, so from there, um, she heard some of my production, me and my songwriting partner at the time. Um, her name's Kenya Ivy. She's a really dope singer, songwriter, producer. Um, Brandy loved the music we were doing and recorded some stuff. It didn't make the album, but yeah, that's just how I, you know, I worked with Brandy. It just, you know, you were meant to do this. This yeah. is you're, you're doing, you're living your purpose. Yes, you know. Thank you, Mr. Norwood is a great. Thank you. Beautiful. She's talking about Brandy's dad. He's like the nicest, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Oh, it's outstanding vocal coach. Did I just see that right? Yeah. Did I see yeah. it? Yeah, Brandy's yeah. dad is Ray J's and Brandy's vocal coach, and he was just such a nice guy, just like a heart of gold. Their mom Aww. is a tough cookie, but their dad is really nice. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to be tough cookie. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody got to do the tough job. She's definitely. Are you the tough cookie in your household? Are you the tough cookie in your household? No, I'm not. You're the softie. I'm softie, <laughs> for sure. That's okay. That's yeah. all right. As long as it's balanced. I feel like I'll have a good balance, though. I feel like I can't. Yeah. It's hard to run over me, but I am a great guy, but I, I don't think that I'm a pushover for sure. So I think okay. I have a good balance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear some of these uh, questions. I know everybody wants to interview you. They're like sending these questions in, and um, so when's bro come back on? Go ahead. That's a question for you. That's in September. Bro comes back on in September. Second, part, in September. second half and the of next the first season. Yes, and she yeah. asked a question about a character. I'm trying to go up. I'm um, trying to go up. What up, Alvin? Oh, I forgot what. I guess I missed it. It's somewhere in here. Only believe. Yes. Doors open, Lisa. How did you get your bruh character? Oh, how did I get it? Um. So from my sketches, Tyler Perry apparently saw one of my sketches and gave me an opportunity to audition for the show. So that did you have to go to Atlanta? Then? No, no. I auditioned in L.A. Um, with the casting okay. director Kim Coleman which is his his main casting director that he used and i made it past that round and then i had two more rounds to go through and i booked the character he didn't give me the role i had to i had to earn it just like everybody do the work. Do the work for it i had to do the work that's that's the thing I had to do the work. So, is the whole crew stupid is the whole crew stupid gonna tour again i hope so when the world opens back up yeah <laughs> you know because people doing some comedy shows here and there but it's um it's really, it's really, um, you know, tough. And thank you for yes. bringing my spirit. Yes, I've been very sad since last night and today. First of all, an amazing comedian passed away named Tyler Craig, who is such a great guy. He passed away last night. And then this morning, a friend of mine passed away. He was a young, his, his dad's, his whole family is a friend of mine. He's 23 years old, amazing basketball player, Lafayette Dorsey Jr., uh, passed away as well this morning and so it was just a tough morning for me I just started to get emotional and I had to get mm. myself together for this interview but your smiling face has helped so thank you for that oh well, thank you <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy I can help yes, seriously yes rest in peace Tyler Craig so yeah it was definitely yes. it was a tough morning for me uh, just emotional you know emotional because life mm. is very short and um, I just really encourage people to take Cherish every moment. I mean, I think that sometimes like, we, we don't cherish moments, and it's 
I want to live life empty. So when I die, people be like, man, he lived his life. He did all, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to die empty. So. Now you have your own, you have your own brand. Hold on. There was something I wanted to ask you. Because I know that you're independent and you produce your own tours. And, um, yeah. And, uh, what's, uh, but what is it that you call your production? Uh, well, name of my production is Only Believe Entertainment. Only Believe mm-hmm. Entertainment. And uh, Only Believe is, 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 is my motto. Only Believe. Movies? Huh? You're going to be doing movies? Yes. Your production? Feature films, television. Hey, do you ever need some extras or something or like a small role, somebody that comes in you and is like, I, I, I do a lot of things. <laughs> I might have a role for you, like for real, for real. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. No, seriously. <laughs> I'm for real. You okay, think of a character I'm trying to cast for a series I'm creating. It's called Jack oh, and Jill. Well, yeah, tell me about the series some other time. We don't want to give it all away right now. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I'm serious though. So if you're serious, I'll, I'll, let's, let's No, I'm I'm really serious. I mean, you know, I just had to jump in there right quick. <laughs> That's what you should um, do. Exactly. Um, but but you know, I know we're gonna wrap it up in a couple minutes, but before we go. Can you please play your piano for yes. us? Let me go play for you. Hold on. Huh? Comedian Boogie B says that you go hard in the court too, always. Yes. Shout yes. <laughs> <laughs> out to Boogie B. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
so emotional. Yes. Yes. Love it. Yes. And that song, yo, I remember when I, you see that song special. It's a, it's a deep one for me. You just picked, you just hit a nerve. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was the time I was gonna get married, and I was gonna have that be my wedding song. Oh, that song, that song deep. I didn't, didn't. It was good. I didn't get married. <laughs> it's not over yet. No, well, that yeah. I mean, you know, that situation. <laughs> but no, but that song, that song is touching. Though I love, I absolutely love that song. That's one of my favorite. That one and um. I never dream you leave us. Oh, yes. <laughs> I caught it right at the end. The no look play too. Uh, Boogie's funny. <laughs> the no look. Yeah, I play. He's not about looking at the keys. I can play. <laughs> I know you don't have to look at the keys. You gotta play. <laughs> He's trying to say you're not really playing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, again, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. No to sit down and talk to me, and awesome. um, it's been a pleasure. It's Thanks. it's been a pleasure. You are again. I know. I knew that you were multifaceted and that you were talented, but you you got a lot of depth. I can appreciate that. I'm sure your supporters can appreciate that too. Thanks so, so much. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna leave you to your day. Have a beautiful one. Have a blessed one. I'm glad that somehow I could have lifted your spirits a little bit for the day. <laughs> I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, I hope everybody stays safe. I need y'all to stay up, stay focused, stay blessed. All right? Thank you, everyone. Thank you, people. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.